Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for up to half the cost. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single line 1, 5, and 10 gig data plans with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest cost single line postpaid unlimited talk text and data plans offered by T-Mobile and Verizon January 2024. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. After you beat up on the women for all our political problems, I uh, have another view of our politics from a political scientist that was on, I think, Face the Nation yesterday. It was really troubling. Mm. Uh, our polarization, which is not a surprise to anybody, but how it's growing from the outward ends inward, which is not what I was hoping was happening. So the anger, vehemence, and tribalism of the outside is spreading in. Is that what you're saying, essentially? Correct. Okay. All right. So I issued a disclaimer to this conversation last hour, and I think it's worth repeating uh, more or less, and that's if something is 60-40, that's, you know, it's a little more than half, a little less than half, or 55-45. Politically, that's a landslide. Um, and yet, you can't stereotype based on 55-45, even though it's a significant difference. If, for instance, and this is my way of thinking about the world, makes a lot of people uncomfortable, but eh, it is oh what boy, it is. boy, prepare to be uncomfortable. If, for instance, black people commit crimes per capita, disproportionately than white people, you might want to talk about um, the legacy slavery or racism, or maybe it's just about economics. Maybe it's just about poverty, that sort of thing. I'm more than willing to have that discussion. Where does that number come from? Why does that number exist? But if you don't recognize that number exists, you're 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 blind you blindfolded yourself to solving any sort of problems. If there's one thing conservatism must do, it is recognize reality. And I think a large measure of the explanation for why the woke politics have gone so far rests in women 
And this lady, is where we get lady, to the, lady. That's right, Mr. President. This is where we get to the, is it 60-40? Is it 55-45? Which leaves a hell of a lot of women who don't answer to these descriptions. And I wanted to make that clear. But I mentioned this late in the show. Jack, I think you may have been on your, your sick bed. NBD, but, I call it my near, my near NDB, yeah, and near deathbed. How about your PBD, your provisional deathbed? Okay. Might be, might not be. Hard to say. See how things go. Turns out anyway, I'm okay. Uh, this, this piece by Con Carroll in the Washington Examiner points out the, uh, the irony, the eye-rolly irony of the fact that Politico's The Masculinity Issue had all of the articles assigned to women. Only women wrote about mis- masculinity for Politico. Wow, that's an oversight. Does that make you want to puke? I don't think it's an oversight at all. I think it's intentional. Um, oh. Uh, and and one of the features in that uh, set of articles pointed out that women are voting for Democrats more, and men are usually sticking with Republicans. And if you look at the top line numbers, that appears to be true. And they go in some of the into the some of the stats. Men nationally favored the GOP by fourteen points. Women favored Democrats by eight points. But you don't have to drill much deeper, and the picture becomes a lot more complicated. If you add marital status to the mix. The GOP advantage among married men shoots up to 20 points and shrinks among unmarried men to just seven points. But what most people don't know, including everyone who works at Politico, apparently, is that among married women, Republicans still maintain a sizable 14-point advantage over Democrats. So you got Republicans winning married men by 20, married women by 14, unmarried men by seven. Then who is keeping the Democrats afloat? Obviously, single women by a 37-point margin. Whoa. Single women overwhelmingly pulled the lever for Democrats. Wow. That's a very different view of the world from single women as opposed to married women. I would argue it has taken mountainous ignorance and or cover-up to keep this reality from our eyes and ears. How did we, and I'm talking about all of us, how did we not know this? It kind of rings true just intuitively. Sure, I'm not shocked by it. Although those numbers are pretty shocking. (laughs) Um, I guess there's just, because we don't get married as much anymore, there are so many single women that you still end up a 50-50 country. Uh, yeah, plus the the size of the gap. I mean, it's a thirty-seven point margin, so uh, it was sixty-eight to thirty-one percent vote Democrat. Well, and uh, I wonder how much this, you know, there's a chicken and egg problem here. But how much does this contribute to not getting people not coupling and getting married? If you, if most guys lean Republican and all the chicks are are progressives, it's going to be hard for a lot of people to get together. And remember, conservatives are three times as likely to have a liberal friend as vice versa. Progressives will not be friends with conservatives because they're evil. They certainly won't have sex with them. And if you have that heavy a concentration of of women in that mindset, that's going to cause all sorts of interesting sociological and political, uh, you know, effects. Yeah. This uh, piece uh, also points out, and I thought it was quite good, that when Barack Obama ran for election, re-election, you might remember this, his agenda was promoted through a slideshow that followed the life of Julia, documenting how Democratic programs protect and provide for her throughout her life without a husband or father ever, or father or husband ever pictured. 
Yeah. Wasn't a part of that slideshow. Joe Biden followed up with his own Linda slideshow depicting again how democratic programs protect and provide for women throughout their lives without a father or husband ever in sight. Uh, the message the Democratic Party has for men is clear. You are at best worthless. Democratic Party programs have empowered women to procreate without you entirely. In fact, most likely, and this is editorial, but I thought it was funny. You are probably a hashtag me too pervert who needs to be punished without due process by a college inquisition board. If you want, you can be a silent ally for women's causes. Please don't ever talk. We've heard enough from the patriarchy already. No wonder men and women who want to be married to men are fleeing the Democratic Party in droves. So that is part one of this. The second part, part that two. I found coincidentally to this. Is there an intermission where we like go to the bathroom or get some popcorn? Or you just roll them right into part two. No, I think just a title appears uh, part two. Okay. Um, I, do you need to go to the bathroom? I mean, we could break. I'd like some popcorn. <laughs> We'd all like some popcorn. Another great piece of thinking Um. Pointing out that, well, it starts pointing out the huge shift toward women in academia. Uh, Let's see if I have the numbers in front of me. Uh, The number of women who served as faculty in degree-granting post-secondary institutions increased from 33% in 1987 to 50% in 2018. Now, they note that the 50% includes part-time as well as full-time faculty, um, and masks differences in seniority. There are more senior professors who are dudes. Uh, nonetheless, it's clear that there are many, many more women in academia, academia than they used to be. And I'm going to skip over one section that kind of has to do with how influential academia is in young people's thinking, because I think we all get that, right? So why would the influx of women in academia have contributed to its leftward shift and the rise of woke activism in particular? Because that's what this thing is all about, how the woke explosion happened. Well, as the psychologist Corey Clark notes, women are consistently less supportive of free speech than men and consistently more supportive of censorship. Now, again, this is where we get to the 60-40, 55-45. I am not trying to accuse you sane women of, of, of you know, all, all women are the same. I wouldn't. I'm not. Um, It's just a consistently higher level of support for censorship and against free speech. Compared to men, they're more likely to say that hate speech is violence, that it's acceptable to shout down a speaker, that controversial scientific findings should be censored, that people need to be more careful about the language they use, and that it should be illegal to say offensive things about, say, minorities. Consistently on all those questions. Women are higher than men. Wow. Yeah, um... Now, Clark argues convincingly that this stems from women's greater aversion to harm and conflict. They interpret various forms of speech as harmful to vulnerable groups and wish to censor them for that reason. Whether these gender differences are cross-cultural universals remains a matter of some debate. Women being more averse to harm and conflict would certainly make sense from an evolutionary point of view, but that doesn't necessarily mean the differences are hardwired. This is a very, very fair piece of journalism, by the way. Um... But uh, Clark isn't the only scholar to have noticed. Drawing on the work of psychologist Joyce Benenson, Arnold, Arnold Kling writes, quote, Women have a social strategy that works well for protecting their individual health and the health of their children. Emphasize safety. 
covertly undermine the status of unrelated females and exclude rivals rather than reconcile with them. This leads them to speculate him to speculate that adding a lot of women to formerly male domains has made the culture of these domains more consistent with female tendencies. The older culture valued open debate. The newer culture seeks to curtail speech it regards as dangerous. And he goes into some uh, detail, and I can give you some of the stats maybe down the road, but I think they're absolutely right. These formerly male institutions were very much about, you think that, bring it on. Let's step into the ring, the, the metaphorical ideological boxing ring. Let's fight it out. Let's see who's the better. Let's see who wins the day, as opposed to women's greater tendency toward that's going to screw up the group. That's going to hurt our safety. You need to stop. Yeah, makes sense. Where does that leave us? I don't know. But again, if you can't recognize uncomfortable facts, you're never going to solve uncomfortable problems. That guy who does quotes from me on Twitter, you ought to use that one, buddy. That that one was pretty good. That was better than my usual. Uh, Another indictment coming this week. I suppose we could tell you briefly what that's going to be about. Just saw an interesting headline on ABC News about the whole Hunter thing. Maybe we'll get to that later. Definitely want to talk about the most recent Simpsons episode that blew my mind politically. The Simpsons? Yeah. Just crazy. But before we take a break, this meme I came across, which I thought was funny. I don't know if this is a meme. It's just something I saw online. Uh, Somebody on the phone. Is this a helpline for alcoholics? Yes, it is. How do you make a mojito? (laughs) (laughs) Hey, no. We'll be back after this. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. 
Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Who I'm very, very young. Look at me. I'm like a very young chicken. She is the oldest in Texas, the oldest living person in Texas, number two in the United States, number seven in the world, and number two in the world who lives at home. You live in your, in your castle. Whenever you went to her house, I don't care what day of the week, she was cooking. So I just think that had a lot to do with it, too, just how she, you know, took care of her body. Still living at home and cooking for herself at 114 years old. There you go. Wow. Huh? Wow. 114. That's old. 100-year-old person is thinking, wow, that's crazy old. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. I got a couple of stories here for you that all kind of involve tech. So I don't know. Do they need to tie together? Does there need to be a theme? I don't suppose so. If you had any sense of show business, there'd be jivey music. Just saying. First of all, the most uh, grown up serious one, um, a new electric car technology. They're calling a thermal cloak. We don't need to get into the science of it because who cares, but really extends the battery life of electric cars without consuming additional energy. So if this is true, um, that could make something that I still consider to be not ready for prime time. Electric cars may be ready for prime time. If you don't need near as much electricity. Right closer. Now. Closer mm-hmm. anyway. Still doesn't pencil out as far as I'm concerned. And I have one. Um, how about this new technology that apparently exists? A team of researchers from some British universities have trained a deep learning model that can steal data from keyboard keystrokes using a microphone with an accuracy of 95%. I can't even imagine how this is possible, but it hears the keystrokes and can tell what letter it is based on the sound. Wow. And is 95% accurate. So they don't even need to get into your computer. You just need to have a microphone near your keyboard. And they can tell every, every get every keystroke. Wow! So isn't that fantastic? And then finally, pad and pencil It's the only way to communicate. And then finally, this and this was inevitable. I can't believe we didn't mention it last week. So had the story that the regulatory board in California, whatever it is, on a vote of two to one, signed off on these two big companies having driverless taxis in San Francisco. There, so there are two big. 
versions of this, the General Motors version and the Google Alphabet version. And they're operating 24 hours a day all around San Francisco, completely driverless. So you have an app, I'm assuming. You type in, they come and pick you up. You get in the thing, it takes you where you're going. Wild. The first time I rode in one, I mean, I haven't ridden in one, but the first time I do ride in one, it would be a little weird. The second white knuckly. Yep. The second time less weird. The third time, this is the way it has been with my self-driving Tesla. First time weird, second time less weird. By the fifth time, you're like staring at your phone and you're perfectly comfortable because you realize it can do it. Uh, but you knew this was going to happen. San Francisco's are having sex in the robo-taxis. As it says here in the SF standard, nobody's talking about it. I don't know how much it needs to be talked about, but of course people are. It's It's... A lot of taxis in a big city are picking people up from bars late at night. Now you have a, a roving hotel room with you and your date or maybe your new companion uh, that you just met. But you've, And no driver to leer at you in the rearview mirror. You've really grown fond of each other over the last 45 minutes. <laughs> and, and you get into the roving hotel room and uh, things commence. Wow. Now, now do, do they have cameras in those cars, though? I'll bet they do. They probably do have cameras in there, but I assume you think nobody's going to see it or care. And it's it'd be okay if you're the first couple of the night. I don't know if you're the third couple of the night. If it's don't go there, romantic. I mean, don't go there. (sighs) So gross. Just going to assume you're always the first couple of the night. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think you're making amateur porn. It says here, unbeknownst to you. This has got to be bunk. A little-known 2018 study predicted that more autonomous vehicles would mean more sex on the road. They did a study of this? A little-known study, yeah. All right. Yeah, I think we could kind of assume that. It's a long trip. Uh, Nobody has to drive. We're feeling amorous. Who knows? And potentially other unseemly behaviors you likely wouldn't want your Uber driver to bear witness to. That's going to happen, too, with drunks. You really, really, really need to pee. I mean, if people are willing to pee on the sidewalk or in the alley behind the bar or on the subway platform, they're certainly going to in the robo-taxi. I think that's going to be one of the problems with the robo-taxis. They're going to be gross. Yeah, I think they ought to just install a urinal inside. (laughs) Oh, great. Just admit what's going to happen. I'll bet you're going to have to. The only way it'll come pick you up is if you have like a 4.5 star rating or better with some company or something. Don't you think that's the only way it's going to work? Yes. Otherwise, it'll be far too much of the aforementioned gross human stuff. You thought we were polarized? We're dangerously polarized. Got the stats coming up next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's going great. Beautiful place. We love it. We love Iowa. Feel like you're pretty popular in Iowa? I guess so. This is the biggest crowd they've ever had, they say. So I love them and they love me. That's a good combination. Are you going to come to the debate? To where? Are you going to come to the debate in Milwaukee? <laughs> That's a good question. That'll, that'll be Trump did have giant crowds. In Iowa, I should say a giant crowd. He was only there for an hour. An hour. Uh, he rolled in. Has his mojo working as much as he ever has in his life? And he's got how many different indictments hanging over his head? 
and year possible years in jail and all these different things. And he's just full on beaming, confident Mojo Trump. He's a unique personality, man. More coming down this week, too. Yeah. And I was thinking watching him in Iowa and he he got there and just dominated on Saturday. It'd be so difficult to be one of the other candidates. You're Nikki Haley and they tell you, you know, you have to be there at 8 a.m. for the pancake flip. It's it's an Iowa tradition. Trump didn't do any of these supposed things that you have to do. None of them. And then you have to you show up in the governor's tent in the afternoon and you answer her questions. That's an Iowa tradition. Trump didn't do that either. Uh, um, it's, just, it's hilarious. He gets the biggest crowd by far. It would be so difficult to run against him. I you think have to do the obligatory stuff as a Nikki Haley, for instance, because it's the only way you're going to get any attention. But you have absolutely put yourself in the, the little people box. And then there's Trump over there. Yeah. So Chris Christie brought up one of the problems with Trump being so dominant uh, when he was on. ABC this week, yesterday. Here's a little Chris Christie. I would not be the least bit surprised if sometime around Sunday or Monday of next week that he signs the pledge and he shows up on the stage on Wednesday. He might not also, but I would not be the least bit surprised if he did. This is about Donald Trump keeping the attention on Donald Trump. And he's doing pretty well because in the first question this morning, we're talking about him and uh, that's what he likes. <laughs> so, yeah. So Chris Christie, another candidate trying to get some air. You get on the show. What do they ask you about? You think Trump's going to show up to the debate? <laughs> yeah, that's been a frustration watching a bunch of interviews. Uh, yeah. Yeah. If you're Tim Scott, the first question is about Trump. Just did, of course. Chris Christie made the point, and he's absolutely right. The, the RNC overthought their whole you have to sign a pledge to support the nominee thing they thought aha we'll stick it to trump we'll show him we'll trick him now he's got no choice but to something or other um and and a variety of reasons that's not working one and uh, one they had the pledge back in 16 or the debates in 15 and Trump didn't wasn't going to support the nominee if he didn't get it. He didn't sign the pledge, and he did fine. And Jeb Bush and Ted Cruz did sign the pledge and didn't support Trump as the nominee. So what's the penalty? So it's just stupid. So all you did was hand Donald Trump a great out for not being on the debate stage. I don't want to sign that pledge. I don't know who the nominee is going to be. And then he doesn't have to show up if he decides he doesn't want to. If he decides it's in his best interest, he'll go ahead and show up. And the whole thing's kind of silly, just trying to create some sort of, I don't know what, peer pressure or social pressure that, well, you signed it. Yeah, well, I changed my mind. I'm not going to support an idiot for president <laughs> just because I signed some meaningless piece of paper. Right. It's just it's just silly. Well, right. And so is if Trump doesn't sign it, are they really going to tell him, sorry, I realize you're the biggest draw in politics in the last two centuries, but we're not going to let you be on the stage because you won't sign the pledge that's meaningless. Really? Are you going to follow through on that? Well, they might. They might. But if you think about it in the abstract, if I sign that pledge, I'm a candidate. I'm doing all right. I'm, I'm flipping the pancakes. I'm glad handing at the state fair. I'm, I'm, I'm really running for secretary of transportation, but whatever. <laughs> and so I sign the pledge to get on the debate stage. And then through some weird uh, twist of fate, a truly abhorrent character comes out of nowhere and seizes the populist vote and wins the nomination. A lot of people see Trump that way, but whatever. Let's put him aside. I mean, it's like Count Dracula or, or reincarnated Hitler or something like that. I, as a fairly mainstream Republican politician, I'm going to say, well, 
I got to support Hitler because I signed the piece of paper. <laughs> what kind of guy would that make me? Right. Yeah, A no kidding. weasel. No kidding. Please. Another candidate that couldn't get any air at the Iowa State Fair was Pence. But I thought he had the line of the weekend that didn't get as much attention. He was asked about Hunter Biden profiting off his dad as vice president. And Mike Pence said, when I was vice president, my son was flying an F-35 for the Marine Corps defending this country. That's a good line. That is a good line. Oof. Yeah, but Pence running a campaign of quiet, dignified, utter pointlessness. (laughs) (laughs) Unless he's there to take out Trump, I guess, from his point of view, or he's thinking, you know, people will wake up to the Mike Pence Act sooner or later. To take out Trump? What is he going to say on the debate stage that makes people say, ooh, wow, I hadn't thought of it that way? Well, I know. You're absolutely right. He's probably thinking in terms of the death of a thousand cuts and finally consolidating the anti-Trump Republican vote, but it's long shot. It's long shot at best. Yeah. Between him and Christie and Tim Scott and everybody taking their shots. So the Who debate's knows? eight days away, nine days away. It's really close it's next week, and we'll talk about it more as it gets closer. So here's the most interesting politics thing I came across over the weekend. It was on one of the talk shows. I was set to hate this guy. I ended up not exactly hating him. He is from University of Chicago, I think. Political science professor had done a big study on polarization, particularly around violence in politics in America. It was maddening that all his examples of violence in politics were January 6th and Mm. the guy they arrested in Utah last week who allegedly wanted to shoot Biden and stuff like that and no mention of Antifa or... 115 nights in a row in Portland, sure. Right, of the or the Black Lives Matter riots all in every city in America. All that sort of stuff. That, that didn't get any list. But anyway, I thought this, this number particularly stood out to me. He was talking about how the numbers of people who think it's okay to use violence in the name of politics have grown from, like, nobody to serious numbers. Even And even though smaller percentages, it adds up to a lot of people on this particular question. The use of force is justified to restore Trump to the presidency? 6.9% of people say that. That would be 18 million people. Wow. Who are willing to say the use of force would be justified to restore Trump to the presidency. Aha! You might be thinking this is a load of crap from some left-wing university. The other side of it, the use of force would be justified to prevent Trump from being president. Nearly 12%, 30 million people. Wow. How about that? Wow. 30 million people, and you don't know how many more people than that might agree with that, but weren't going to say yes to a pollster. Use Tell of us about is- the 15% rule, Uncle Jack. That's yeah. a good one. <laughs> the use of force justified to prevent Trump from being president. Almost 12%, 30 million. Yeah, I learned this years ago when I was uh, studying the French Revolution because i am fascinated by it. But with revolutions, you only really need like 15% of real active are willing to crush heads people because you got a whole bunch of people that will be scared of you and stand on the sidelines. And then a whole bunch of people who are sympathetic to you. They wouldn't smack somebody in the head, but they're sympathetic to you. So they'll get out of the way. So with only 15% of actual head smackers, you can easily get to the majority and and take over. Hmm. But 30 million people willing to commit violence to prevent Trump from being president. That's an underappreciated number right there. 
I think hardcore Trump fans are probably thinking, well, they're not engaging in violence as much as they're engaging in uh, uh, the legal system, uh, exercising its awesome powers to take down Trump. It's a little more uh, gentlemanly, but the same phenomenon, perverting the legal system. I don't happen to share their point of view entirely, but I get why you'd think that. Coming up in a couple of minutes, the world's happiest man shares his three rules for life. Well, how do you tune away from that? Well, if you want to keep being miserable, you might. That sounds like the sort of show that then after that, you're going to have a puppy that can catch a frisbee in its mouth or something. Wow. If we can get one in time, I'm in favor of that. The world's happiest man shares his three rules for life. It might be the most cheap, misleading, idiotic clickbait I've ever come across. Stay with us. After a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security, if you're thinking of squeezing in one last getaway this summer, maybe a long weekend before you take off, protect your home with latest innovation from Simply Safe Home Security 24 7 Live Guard Protection. It's designed to help stop crime in real time. Yes, so dig this now. If an intruder breaks into your home, Simply Safe professional monitoring agents can actually see, speak to, and deter them through the new Smart Alarm Wireless Indoor Camera, warning them hey, police are on the way there, doofus. We can see you. You're in the bedroom. You just went through the drawers. Yeah, we're looking at you right now. Maybe they grab your laptop, but they won't get the jewelry and cash. Simply Safe professional monitoring agents can now warn intruders. 24-7 live guard protection is made possible by new smart alarm wireless indoor camera available with the Fast Protect monitoring plan. Check this stuff out at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Right now, listeners get a special 20% off any Simply Safe system when you sign up for a free month trial of Fast Protect monitoring. That's this special offers for limited time only. Again, visit simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. There's no safe like Simply Safe. I also want to tell you about the Socialist Simpsons episode I saw. Yeah, they're still doing the Simpsons. And it was it was just amazing. But so I'm I'm I got hold on. Let me get a pen. I'm gonna write this. Your down. text hurt my heart texting me about that episode. I got a pencil and paper. I'm actually gonna write down what you're about to say. How do you become happy? All right, the world's happiest man shares his three rules for life. This First is an of all, interview. How, how, did, how did he? How did he be, become named the world's happiest man? But we will take questions after the presentation. If you could sit down, please. So this guy Matthew Ricard, he's an ordained Buddhist monk, an internationally recognized best-selling author of books about altruism, animal rights, happiness, and wisdom. Hmm. He's the French interpreter to the Dalai Lama. So a Buddhist monk is the world's happiest man, not a chain-smoking, drug-addict, potluck car dealer? Uh, as it turns out, hmm. yes. He also holds a Ph.D. in cellular genetics. Ah, I was going to get one of those. Holy cow. Um, in the early 2000s, researchers at the University of Wisconsin found that Ricard's brain produced gamma waves, which have been linked to learning, attention, memory at such pronounced levels that the media named him the world's happiest man. Um, that's very silly, as he says. That's ridiculous. Um, and here's where um, here's where it gets unsatisfying. Then it ultimately ends up pretty satisfying. And we'll post this at armstrongandgetty.com so you can read it yourself. So the headline in the New York Times is, the world's happiest man shares his three rules for life. So the guy, the author mentions, uh, the journalist, I've been meditating twice a day for probably 15 years. It's helping, but blah, blah, blah. Will this stuff ever go away? The stupid uh, concerns, the angers of the day. And uh, the, the monk says, well, they can, absolutely. You know, I was once on the India Today conclave. They said, can you give us the three secrets of happiness? I said, first, there's no secret. Second, there's not just three points. Third, it takes a whole life, but it's the most worthy thing you can do. 
So that headline, they ought to be jailed for that headline. It's like the second paragraph of the article. He says, there's no three secrets. That's stupid. They should be. I mean, that is that is that that crosses some sort of clickbait line. Yeah, that's uh, if you're going to ban hate speech. I mean, that's like article fraud or something. Yeah, I don't know. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah you're, you're breaking the clickbait rules. So if you're going to have a story and the clickbait headline is, I got fired because my tube, my boobs are too big, and then you right. click on the story and it's a picture of an old car, right. come on. Right. Where the boobs? <laughs> and if you say these seven occupations are the best you can work at, number four will blow your mind. Number four ought to be at least somewhat surprising. <laughs> All right? Or you, use, you lose your license for clickbait. Uh, in the time we have left, I've got to make this extremely short. But again, you can follow up at armstrongandgetty.com. Uh, the guy talks about meditate on compassion, compassion for all people at all times, even evil people. Concentrate on feeling compassion for how they got that way. It will bring you happiness and enlightenment. You will find yourself thinking mercifully, wanting to help people. It's just it's the long story short. So don't wish for your enemies to be slain. No, like I do. No, probably not. Um, uh, Here lies. uh, Anyway, I enjoy every moment of life, but of course there are moments of extreme sadness, especially when you see so much suffering. But this should kindle your compassion. And if it kindles your compassion, you go to a stronger, healthier, more meaningful way of being. That's what I call happiness. It's not as if you jump for joy all the time. Happiness is more like your baseline. Yeah, the definition of happiness is all out of whack, for one thing. We should call it contentment instead of happiness. Time to put it back in whack. We're out of time. We need to take a break. A couple of notes from the world of AI. One very positive, one very scary. And the Socialist Simpson episode. It's uh, very maddening. On the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve 
with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Joe Biden asked about the disaster in Hawaii, his response getting a lot of attention. Maybe we'll get into that in hour three of the Armstrong and Getty radio show. I still feel bad. I don't have any of the active COVID symptoms like runny nose or any of that thing like that. I'm not testing positive, but I don't feel good. Yeah, I remember being exhausted uh, even after the main symptoms passed. It was a long time before I said I felt like myself. That sucks. Anywho. It does. Thanks, Dr. Fauci. How's that gain-of-function research coming? So my kids are super into The Simpsons, and we watch it on Disney. I guess Disney has all The Simpsons. So they've watched so many of the classic episodes over and over again, and it's interesting to see that, like, un, uh, unprompted, they gravitate toward some of the same episodes that I loved, you know, Mr. Plow or, or whatever, uh, over mm-hmm. the years. Um, but they've gone through them so many times, they're starting to watch some of the newer ones, which they also, unprompted, just say aren't as funny, the the, the more recent seasons. There's plenty of funny stuff. I mean, it's not completely <laughs> without humor. There are plenty mm-hmm. of funny things that happen in the newer newer uh, seasons. If you haven't watched The Simpsons in a while, like Car- Carl and Lenny both have girlfriends, but their girlfriends both look like the other guy. Like, Carl's girlfriend looks exactly like Lenny and vice versa, which is kind of funny. That is funny. And the fact that they all have cell phones and everything that goes with social media and all that sort of stuff is is kind of entertaining. Also, the pig from the Simpsons movie makes a return like last season. The pig had been wow. living in the backyard the whole time and becomes a thing. And Homer does, wants to keep the pig and March wants to get rid of it. And, and so he decides to find a doctor who will write him a note for a comfort pig so that he can take the pig. I love it. Spider pig anywhere he wants. I mean, it's pretty spider funny. Spider pig. Spider pig. Exactly. Right. <laughs> but so I think the most recent episode episode uh, from season 33, which was titled Poor House Rock was the name of the, the, the episode or whatever. Here's just a little bit of it before I explain it to you. Well, I'm not smart. I'm not a go-getter. My drinking problem's not getting better. What job could I possibly do? Nuclear safety inspector. Woohoo! 
Your dad and his buddies had it swell, but gradually it all went to hell. Factories closed, unemployment would spike. Here to explain it is Robert B. Reich. The decline of unions, rampant corporate greed, Wall Street malfeasance, and the rise of short-sighted politics all contributed to increased economic inequality, widespread real unemployment, wage stagnation, and a lower standard of living for millions of Americans. So you can stop it there. Wow. Yes, if you are wondering, were you listening to a Simpsons episode that featured Professor Robert Reich, mainstay of MSNBC left-wing progressive politics, with a borderline bunch, communist, with borderline communist, with a bunch of charts on the Simpsons. Yes, that is exactly what happened. With all the MSNBC style, incredibly misleading. I have a comeback for all of his stats. Uh, why the middle class is dead and being screwed by the rich, and it's never coming back, and all this different sort of stuff on the Simpsons. Oh. In musical form. Wow. And even worse than that, that made me so angry. Uh, and my kids didn't understand the episode at all. They wanted to turn it off. I said, no, no, I want to see this. And then I got into a rant and explained it to them. And they, they probably wish they'd never brought it up. But um, at the end of it, so this this uh, janitor character is talking to, uh, to Bart and explaining to him how the world has gone to hell. And you can't make a living like your dad used to or whatever. And he said... The only thing you can do now, Bart, is burn it down. And Bart says, cool. And he gets out a lighter and he said, no, that's a metaphor. I mean the system. Burn down the system. And then it just says the end. Wow. That's not funny. Holy crap. My eyes are as wide as pie plates. What? The Simpsons did an episode that the point was burn down the current system because the rich are screwing the middle class. Critical Simpsons theory. Unbelievable. Armstrong and Getty. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday. I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, <laughs> ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, can a girl go shopping? Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.